Hey everyone, this is Chris Barnes from the East Brunswick Public Library podcast. We're back with another episode of Read, Watch, Listen, and we find out what people have been enjoying at the library. Today's special guest is assistant director here at East Brunswick Public Library. His name is Mike Bobish. He's a all-around swole guy, a hobby aficionado. How else can I describe you? That's a good question. I've never thought about it that way. Purveyor of fine microbrews? I have no idea. Mike is very interesting. We have crossed paths several times over the last two decades in library land. And Mike is always good for a good story, a good dad joke, and a good book recommendation. So thank you for agreeing to be on our podcast today. Before we get started, I, I just want to say that it's a joy to finally be on the air with you live. It's like getting two pillars of the EBPL broadcasting community together. It's like a super group, like the Traveling Wilburys or Voltron. Points for the Voltron reference. Okay, so the first part of Read, Watch, Listen is reading. Mike, what have you read lately? Okay, so Chris, as you know, I'm the father of two young children. I have a five-year-old boy and a two-year-old boy. So I hate to say it, but I've become kind of illiterate over the past five years and don't read for grown-ups anymore. Although I have a few that I have read, but it's been mostly kids' books. I read my kids three stories at bedtime each. So I'm much more versed in children's literature than I ever anticipated I would be. Are there any popular titles in the Bobbish household that the little ones like to hear at bed? Yes. So the one that's currently in heavy rotation is a book called 10 Fat Turkeys. It's a pretty amazing tale of 10 turkeys that get onto a fence and each one of them do something crazy on said fence and end up falling off. And spoiler alert to our listeners, but at the very end, the fence itself had too much and it ends up falling apart. So that is uh, being appreciated by both boys right now. Another book that we got from my oldest at the start of the pandemic that also seems to have a rotation is called Nobody Hugs a Cactus. It's basically about a cactus who's just doing his Zen meditation thing on a windowsill and all these pesky creatures from the desert come over and say hi to him. And he starts off, you know, kind of prickly, as you may expect from a cactus, but realizes that all he really wants is a hug. But finally, when he's ready to have that type of interaction, nobody wants to hug the cactus. It's a cute book. It's, it's well done. It's well drawn. But it also was good from a parenting perspective because it helped my kid learn about loneliness and how to reach out, especially in this time where people are distant. So it, it's worked out pretty well. Also too, both of my kids are big motion and movement kids. Anything that has to do with a truck is good. Dynatrucks, a series by Chris Gall is very popular in the household with both kids. A Revenge of the Dynatrucks follow up is a, a good book as well. And of course the landmark, the night, good night construction site. So those are the ones that often see play during our bedtime routines. Very cool. So the second part of our show is what are you watching? It could be a movie, a television show. It could be a kid's show that you've been enjoying or something that you've enjoyed or something in the past you have. Oh, sure. I'm a huge science fiction fan and I dragged my wife into the habit as well. We just finished rewatching season three of Star Trek Discovery, which is a newer Star Trek series that was put out on what was CBS All Access and is now Paramount Plus, but it is available on DVD and Blu ray now. So we rewatched that and we just started season four of that as well. Very cool. Now, who's your favorite crew member of the Discovery? Saru. I've seen the first two seasons. I know I'm behind, but I'm behind on everything. So in four years, I'll be caught up once the show has its spectacular finale. But he's a pretty cool character. I like the episode where they go into his people and his whole backstory about the hiding and being uh, basically a whole culture that is based on being brave for another alien race at all times. And it's just a different outlook. A little grim, but it's a pretty cool story of watching him grow. So yeah, whenever Star Trek prequels would introduce a new race that supposedly existed for time immemorial, but you never saw them before, it always felt a little astroturfy to me. But 
they handled the Kelpians very, very well. And you're right. The whole Kray dynamic, I think was a really unique one. And plus he's just a cool character, well acted and adds a dimension to that show that I think would have lacked otherwise. Yeah. Oh, and even that, even with this visual design, because I know they have a budget and there's only so much that you can create, but they do such a good job of making him visually different from all the other humanoids and other aliens that we've seen in Star Trek for the last, what, 50, 60 years. Mm-hmm. Like his size is different, just his mannerisms, his posture. Yeah, they do a good job of making him be kind of like a person, but completely different. So, yes, it's very cool. All right. And last one. It's very funny since we're doing this on Zoom. We can see our headphones. Mike, what are you listening to? Now I'm listening to your dulcet tones. But other than that, it's weird. So the music app that I use in my personal life is YouTube Music, which probably isn't the best one that's out there, but it's just something I glommed onto because I have a Pixel phone and it was there. But my playlists are almost completely dominated by either novelty music or hard rock. It has an algorithm that tries to predict what you're going to listen to. And finally, one day it was like, just shut up, listen to Tenacious D and like it. And <laughs> it's like all it picks for me anymore. I got to admit, it's, it's pretty accurate. It's kind of rare to blend the two genres, but they do a pretty decent job. Yeah, I would say from loud rock and roll and comedy gimmick stuff, Jack Black has a certain history track record of doing that. That wraps it up for a read, watch, listen. If you look in the comments section on this, we'll have links to everything Mike's been enjoying so you can find it at the library. This episode was produced by Melissa Hosek. You can listen to previous episodes of the show online on Spotify or anchor.fm. Check out the rest of our podcasts. We hope to see you at the library very soon. And for more information about what's going on at your favorite public library, visit us online at www.ebpl.org. Thanks.